Shalom to all. Today's office is Gustav Lamed Aleph. We are starting the top line, the fourth to last word out of the line. And today's office sponsor, Lili Nishmas, Mars, Miriam, Sarah, Basab, Yaakov, Misha, Herna, Shama, Shadav, and Aliyah. And Lili Nishmas, Mars, Freda, Chaya, Bela, Basab, Yitzhak, Tzvi, Herna, Shama, Shadav, and Aliyah. Now we've been discussing Kamleb, Drabmine, which means when a person is Chaya for two things, he only gets punished with the more severe of the two. We clarified that this is only if the two Chayuvim came simultaneously. However, if they were Chala two separate times, he would be Chaya for both of them. And the Gemara tells us Gufa, we had stated previously in the Gemara, Amr of Chizda, Rav Chizda said, Agrees, if a person stole the chalav of his friend, and then he ate it, that he would be chai for both of those things. Because he's already chai for stealing it before he came to the Isra of eating it. Since these two chayuvim were chal at two separate times, he's going to be chai for both of them. The Gemara suggests, let's say this is not like a Rabbi he says, If someone shoots an arrow from the beginning of four Amis to the end of four Amis in the Rosh Hashanah on Shabbos. Now there's an Isra to be mavir something for Amis and Rosh Rabbim on Shabbos. This is whether the person himself is carrying it or if he threw the object. One who does so on Shabbos is Chayav Misa. So a person shot this arrow from the beginning of four Amis to the end of four Amis. So he was Mavir Dalad Amis and Rosh Rabbim. The Kar Shirei and it tore clothing in its path as the arrow was traveling. It tore some clothing. Potter, he's Potter for paying for those clothing. Shakira Tzarek Hanachahi because an Akira needs to have a Hanacha and Hachanami. So to over here, Hagba Tzarek Achilahi, the Hagba needs an Achila. So let's understand this. Every act of carrying on Shabbos is really comprised of two parts, an Akira, the lifting up or taking hold of the object, and the Hanacha, placing the object down. Reb Oven holds that the Akira and the Hanacha are two halves of the same action. Therefore, the Akira, or shooting of the arrow, began the Malacha. In the process of him being over the Malacha, he tore someone's clothing as well, and only then the Malacha was completed. Both Chiyuvim are taking place at the same time, so he's potter for the clothing. So the same would also seem to be true with the Chalif case. Taking hold of the Chalif in his hand is just the beginning of the action required to eat it. Therefore, it would seem that Rabbi Avin would argue in the Chalev case that the two Chiyuvim, namely stealing and eating the Chalev, are happening at the same time, and that he would be potter for paying his friend back for the Chalev. The Gemara says, no, Hachi Hashi, is that really so? In the case of shooting the arrow, it's impossible to have a Hanacha, it's impossible for the arrow to rest without there having been an Akira. Therefore, the Akira and Hanacha are two sides of the same coin. But Hacha, over here, it's possible to eat the Chalev without lifting it. If he wants, he can lean down, he can bend over and eat it without lifting it up. Inami, or alternatively, we could say that what's the difference? If he wants to take the arrow back after he shot it, he's not able to take it back. And since the moment he shot the arrow, it was bound to tear the clothing, it's considered as if it happened at the same time. Whereas Hach over here, in the case regarding eating the chilev, he could always take his hand back. He might have lifted up the chilev in order to steal it and eat it, but he could always put it down. So the Hagba is not Sarechachila, and therefore it could be considered two separate actions. The Gemara asks, What's the difference between these two different Lashonis? The difference is a person who's walking with a knife in the Rosh Hashanah on Shabbos and he tore clothing as he was walking with this knife. According to this Lashon, that when he shot the arrow, it's impossible to have a Hanacha without an Akira. So to over here, it's impossible to have a Hanacha of this knife without having had an Akira of the knife and therefore it's considered the same action and therefore we would say that he's only Chai for being Mavid al in Rosh Hashanah but not for tearing the clothing. That we had said that he's not able to take the arrow back, and that's why it's considered like one and the same action. Over here, he is able to take the knife back. He's able to put it in his pocket. He's able to stop. He's able to walk back to where he came from. He doesn't have to continue walking along the way. And then tearing the clothing, being Mavir Daladamas versus Rabbim, would be considered two separate actions. Now, either which way, we see the Rabbi Oven is not necessarily arguing with Rabbi Nachanya ben Akana. Now, the Gemara tells us Gufa. We had just stated on Rabbi Oven. Rabbi Oven says If a person shoots an arrow from the beginning of Dalad Amis to the end of Dalad Amis in the Rosh Hashanah and it tore clothing.
clothing in its path, Potter, he's Potter for paying for that clothing, Shakir Tzarek Hanachahi, because the Akira and the Hanacha are part of the same exact action, and therefore the Chiyav of being Mavir Dalad Amas and Roshus Rabbim on Shabbos, and Tehran clothing came simultaneously, and that's why he's only Chayav for the bigger one, which is the Isra of Shabbos. But now Masar Rabbi Barabai, Rabbi Barabai asked the following question. We have a Brasa that says, Hagoyin of Kispa Shabbos, if a person walked into his friend's house on Shabbos, and he stole a wallet, he stole a money pouch, which means he lifted up the money pouch, let's say he put it in his pocket, or he's holding his hand, and then he walked out of the house, Chayv, in this case, he's Chayv for two different things, both for stealing the wallet, for stealing the money pouch, he'd be Chayv to pay his friend back for that, and also for the Isra of Aitzah on Shabbos, the Isra of Aitzah over here is taking something from Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah Why is he Chayv for both of these things? Because he was already Chayv for stealing it before he came to the Isra of Skila. The Chayv for stealing it came the moment he lifted it up to steal it. The Chayv Skila, the Isra of Shabbos, came only once he brought it out of the house. Two separate actions, two separate Chayuvim. However, the Brassing continues, Let's say he was dragging this person, this money pouch, out of the house. Potter, he's going to be Potter for stealing it, meaning he's not going to have to pay his friend back for that. Because the Isra of Aitzah on Shabbos came exactly at the same time as the Gneva, and therefore he's only Chayv for the stricter of the two, which is the Isra of Aitzah on Shabbos. The reason why he's not Chayv for the Gneva until he takes it out of the house is because he's being Meishechet, he's pulling it, and therefore he's only cutting it once he takes it out of the house. But now review by Rabbi Asa's question, Vamai, why is it true what we said in the Reisha of this Brisa? Hachanami Lema, why don't we say Hagba Tzarech Hatzahi? That the Hagba is Tzarech and the moment he lifted it up to steal it, that's also considered part of the action of taking it out of the house, and therefore we have the Isra of Shabbos and stealing coming at the same exact time, and so he should not be Chayv for stealing it. So my answer is no, Hachanami Lema, what are we talking about over here? Kegunshik Biyayam Naslat he had lifted it up in order to hide it in his friend's house. He walked into his friend's house, stole his money pouch, but intended to hide it in his friend's house for a later point in time. So right then, he's high for stealing it. But then, he changed his mind and decided, you know what, I'm going to take it out of the house. So now we could say that when he lifted it, he became high for stealing it. But that action wasn't considered the beginning of the malacha of removing it from the house, because he didn't have intent to bring it out of the house just yet. Therefore, the two actions are separate, and that's why he's high for both of them. The Gemara asks, would he be high in such a scenario for bringing it out of the house on Shabbos? Stealing, he'd be high. But for bringing it out of the house on Shabbos, would he be high for such a thing? If a person's moving objects from one corner to another corner of his house, he picked up a chair, he wanted to move it to the other side of the room, and then as he's holding it, he changed his mind and decided to take it out into the Rosh Hashanah Potter, he's Potter for doing that. Because when he did the Akira, when he lifted up that chair, when he lifted up that object, he didn't have in mind to bring it out into the Rosh Hashanah so he's not even high for Haitzah and Shabbos for that action. So the Gemara says, you're right. Don't say the Bryce is saying that he had lifted up the wallet in order to hide it. We should say, that he lifted it up with intent to take it out of the house. So we're back to our original question. Why don't we say Hagba is Tzar and therefore it's considered like two actions happening at the same time and he should only be high for one of them. So we answer, Hachem Ayaskin, what are we talking about over here? Kesha Ahmad, he stood still. Stopping and standing in place is considered a Hanukha of the object. Beginning to move again is considered a new Akira. When he starts walking out of the house after stopping inside the house, that new Akira is the beginning of the action which is going to be Machai of him for Aitzah. That's not connected at all to the original Akira that was Machayev him for stealing it. And therefore, he's high for both things. The Gemara just clarifies, Ahmad Lamai, what was he standing for? He lifted up the wallet, he walked a couple steps, and then he stopped. Ilakatev, if he wanted to just adjust it, Lakatev literally means to shoulder it. It just means he stopped in order to adjust this load of his that he has. So Urchihu, that's a normal way of carrying something, and that's not considered like stopping. So Elaba Ayman Lafush, it must be that he stopped in order to rest. He was stealing this money pouch that had tons of coins in it, and it was very heavy. So he stopped in order to take a couple of breaths in order to rest. That's considered a real Hanukkah, and now we have a new Akira, so these two different Akiras are not connected to each other.
each other, and that's why in the Rish of the Brisa, he could be high for two things. The Gemara asks, hold on one second, let's say he did stop in order just to adjust it. What would the halacha be? It would seem to be that he would be putter from Geneva, because the two things are happening at the same exact time. Well, if that's really so, instead of teaching in the Sefer the Brisa, if he was dragging it out, putters, and he's going to be putter, we should make a differentiation in the ratio of the Brisa itself without having to go to a brand new case. We should have just said, when is it that we said the ratio of the Brisa is relevant? That's if he's stopping to rest. But if he stops just to adjust it, putters, then he would be putter. Why didn't we say that? So the Gemara says, you're right. Who's this Brisa? It's Ben Azai. Da'amar Ben Azai tells us, Walking is like standing. What does that mean, walking is like standing? Ben Azai holds that every step taken while walking is considered a brand new Akira and Hanukkah. Therefore, in the ratio of the Brisa, the Akira of stealing the wallet is different than the Akira of bringing it out to the Rosh Hashanah. And the Seifa, therefore, has to be talking about where he dragged it out. Because according to Ben Azai, there'd be no difference if he stopped as he was walking out. As we just said, every step he takes is as if he stopped. Therefore, the Seifa has to be dealing with a different case. The Gemara says, hold on one second. Even if our Brisa is Ben Azai, let's say he took this object and instead of walking out with it, he threw it out of the house. What would the halacha be? Putter. It implies that he'd be putter for stealing it. Because again, the stealing and the saw into the Rosh Hashanah would be happening at the same time. Well, if that's really so, we should make a differentiation in that case itself. We should have just said, when is it that he's high for both actions separately? When he's walking out of the house. But if he throws it out of the house, he'd be putter because stealing it and the saw of Shabbos are coming at the same time. So Gemara says, you're right, we could have said that in the Brisa. However, the Brisa was trying to teach us a Chiddush in the Sefer the Brisa of the case of Megar V'yotze, dragging it out, that itself is a Chiddush. What's the Chiddush? I would have thought, it's not normal to take something out into the Rosh Hashanah by dragging it, and therefore he wouldn't be chai for such Yotzeh. Kamashman, the Chiddush is that he is chai for such Yotzeh. The Gemara clarifies, what type of money pouch are we talking about over here? If we're talking about a very large money pouch, or so that is the normal way of moving it, dragging it, being Meishechet, is the normal way. So of course he's going to be chai for bringing it out to the Shesaram by dragging it. And if we're talking about a very small money pouch, that's not the normal way of carrying it. Dragging a small money pouch is not normal, so he wouldn't be chai for that. So what could the Brasa be talking about? We say, we're talking about an average size money pouch. And the Chiddush is that dragging an average size money pouch from Rosh Hashanah into Rosh Hashanah, he's going to be chai for that on Shabbos. The Gemara continues asking, where exactly is he taking this money pouch out to? If he's bringing it out into Rosh Hashanah, there's an Isser for Shabbos over here. He was mighty from Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah, but there's no Isser Geneva. That's because a person cannot be kind of something by way of Meshicha in Rosh Hashanah. And if he was bringing it to another Rosh Hashanah, let's say he was stealing from his neighbor. So he went into his neighbor's house, which is Rosh Hashanah, and he dragged his money pouch from his neighbor's house into his house or into his yard, which is also Rosh Hashanah. Well, in that scenario, Isser Geneva Ika, Isser Shabbos Leka. There might be an Isser Geneva because he is successfully stealing it by dragging it into his property. He wasn't over Shabbos. He brought something from one Rosh Hashanah to another Rosh Hashanah. Sigmar says, You're right. We're talking about a scenario where he dragged this purse from the Rosh Hashanah into Tzide Rosh Hashanah, the sides of the Rosh Hashanah. Now, we had already mentioned this on Daf Dalid. The sides of the Rosh Hashanah had these stones or posts called Chipufe, and they were meant to prevent wagons from rubbing against the walls bordering the Rosh Hashanah. A Kenyan Mashiach is able to take place in the Tzide Rosh Hashanah. So that's how we're able to have both the Kenyan Mashiach taking place at the same time he's being Iver Shabbos. The Gemara's hold on one second. Ukeman, who's this like? Iker Rebbe Lazar, if you want to say it's like Rebbe Lazar, the Amr, he says, Tzid Rosh Hashanah, Kirsh Hashanah, Damu, that Tzid Rosh Hashanah are just like the Rosh Hashanah. Well, Isr Shabbos, Eka, Isr Gnei Valeka. We're back to square one. We have an Isr Shabbos. He brought something from Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah. However, we wouldn't have an Isr Gnei You can't be kind of something with Mashiach, bring it into Rosh Hashanah. 
any Karabanan, if you want to say that we're going like the Rabbanan, the Amri, they say, that the sides of the Rishos Rabbim are not like the Rishos Rabbim, well, Isra Geneva Ika, Isra Shabbos Leka, then we have an Isra Geneva because he is able to be kind of Mashiach bring it into the Tzid Rishos Rabbim, but he's not over Shabbos because Tzid Rishos Rabbim is not like Rishos Rabbim. So the Gemara says, no, we're really going like Rabbi Lezer. And in regards to what did Rabbi Lezer say, that the sides of the Rishos Rabbim is considered like the Rishos Rabbim itself, in regards to being over Shabbos, is considered like the regular Rishos Rabbim, because sometimes there's an overflow of people from the Rishos Rabbim, and they will go into the Tzidah Rishos Rabbim, therefore Tzidah Rishos Rabbim is considered like regular Rishos Rabbim when it comes to Shabbos, therefore no carrying there, no transferring anything from Rishos Yachid into Tzidah Rishos Rabbim. Havalanin Mikna, in regards to being kind of something by way of Mishicha in Tzidah Rishos Rabbim, Kani, he would be kind of by Mishicha. My time, why is that? Because bottom line is, it's not really common to have so many people in the Tzidah Rishos Rabbim, so it has the status of a Simta, of an alleyway, and over there one is able to be kind of something by Mashiach. So right now we're understanding the Sefer the Brisa to be teaching us a Chiddush that this fellow who dragged an average sized money pouch out of his friend's house into the Tzidur Shus Rabbim on Shabbos would not be chayv to pay for the money pouch because he simultaneously was over Shabbos and stealing and therefore is only chayv for Shabbos. The Gemara gives a different understanding of the Sefer the Brisa of Ashi Amar. He says, We're talking about a case where he was dragging the purse out of his friend's house and he put his other hand lower than three Tfachim and dragged the money pouch into that hand of his that was lower than three Tfachim. This is Kedrava, just like Rava, the Amar Rava. Rava tells us, Yadeshel Adam Arba Al Arba. Person's hand is just like four by four. What does this mean? So usually we don't consider a Hanacha to have been done unless the object was placed in an area that's four by four Tfachim. That's considered a Makam Chashuv, and an object can only be considered Munach in a Makam Chashuv. Now a person's hand is considered a Makam Chashuv. Therefore, dragging it from the floor onto his other hand is considered a valid Kenyan for stealing purposes. Now the reason why his hand needs to be below three Tfachim is that he can be considered to have also done a Hanacha in the Rosh Hashanah his hand being within three tfachim of the ground makes it as if the object rested on the ground of the Rosh Hashanah So we have two things happening at the same time, the stealing and the bringing out the Rosh Hashanah and he's only going to be chai for one of those. Now Rav Acha Masni Hachi, Rav Acha learns just like this, meaning just like Rav Ashi, whereas Ravina Masni, Ravina teaches differently. Really we're talking about that he brought it out to the Rosh Hashanah he dragged it out directly into the Rosh Hashanah and he did not drag it out into his hand. Or Rosh Hashanah and a person could be kind of something with Mashiach even in Rosh Hashanah tells us both Rav Acha and Ravina are arguing in a diok in the following Mishnah. A person went to his friend's property and is stealing an animal and he's dragging this animal out of his friend's property and it dies in the Rishos of the owner Potter. He's Potter for paying for it because he was never kind of it. However, if he had lifted the animal up or he took it out of the Rishos of the Rishos and then the animal died so he's to pay for it. So Ravina daik me Rav Acha daik me Seifa. Ravina's medaik from the Rasha of this Mishnah, Ravach is medaik from the Sefer of the Mishnah. Ravina daik me Rasha, he's medaik from the Rasha of the Mishnah. What did the Rasha of the Mishnah say? Haya Moshe Vyoitze, if he was in the process of dragging this animal out, Umes Rashos Bailam, and it died in the Rashos of the owner, Potter, so he's Potter for paying for it. So what's Ravina's diak from the Rasha? Time of the Mes Rashos Bailam. The reason why he's Potter is because it died while it was still in the Rashos of the Bailam. Haitziyam Rashos Bailam, if he had taken it out of the Rashos of the Bailam, namely he had dragged it into the Rashos of Rabim, Umes, and then it died, Chayev, he's Chayev, implying that he is kind of it if he dragged it out into the what does the say for the Mishnah say? If he had lifted it up or he had taken it out. 
What do we learn from here? We compare a Hitsa to a Hagba. Ma Hagba da say, just like when he lifts it up, that officially brings it into the Ghana's Rishos. So too when he takes it out, the Asal say it has to be that he's taking it out into his Rishos, and it can't be that he's taking it out into Rishos Rabim, because taking it out to Rishos Rabim is not bring it into his Rishos. It could only be that he's taking it out to the Tzidi Rishos Rabim, and only then he'd be kind it. Now the Gemara just clarifies, or Kasha Rachel, or Vina Kasha Seifa. It seems to be that the Rish is a questioner of Acha, and the Seifa is a questioner of Vina. So we answer Rachel of Acha Kasha. The Rish is not a questioner of Acha. Kamdloi Asal Rishusei Rishos Bailim Karina Bay. As long as it hasn't gone into the Ganav's Rishos, it's considered to be in the Bailim's Rishos. Seifa or Vina like Kasha. Seifa is not a Kasha or Vina. We don't say that the Hitzah has to be just like Hagba. Just because they're mentioned together, it doesn't mean that the Hitzah has to be exactly like the Hagba. We're going to stop here for the day. Pick up tomorrow. Continue to explain the Mishnah. For now. Everyone should have a wonderful day.